Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast, episode 896. As I continue to look back at episodes uh, from uh, seasons one through three of the hit series, the epic and now completed series, Snowfall, this episode three uh, was titled Slow Hand, as we see uh, what transpired with with Franklin coming off a uh, beatdown by Lenny and and Ray Ray, we'll we'll get into that with the with the best scenes and also themes. First, though, we begin with the themes. Not exactly how we planned. So our three main characters, Franklin, uh, Franklin, Teddy, and Gustavo, all have to pivot from originally scheduled, originally uh, original plans. They they're forced to pivot. Um, with the biggest pivot, of course, coming. Um, well, I, probably between Franklin and uh, Gustavo. Uh, we'll get into the Gustavo part, but Franklin definitely um, had to uh, make another move following uh, him being robbed by Lenny and Ray Ray. He was forced to, you know, do something, go outside of himself as far as, you know, get deeper and deeper into this world that he is still yet unfamiliar with. And you know, you look at um, you look at Teddy, you look at Gustavo, you look at Franklin. All of them, even though we're only three episodes into this now, uh, three episodes in, into this, all of them, episode by episode, just continue to get sucked into this life. That again, this is kind of like they're swimming in, 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 you know, they're in the deep end. They're they are nearing the deep end of the pool. As a matter of fact, you could make a case that they are in the deep end of the pool. We also got to learn more about. Uh, Teddy McDonald and his backstory with his family and his wife um, as he uh, met up with his wife and got to see his son. So, you know, episode by episode, we, you know, we, you know, we got started to unpeel the layers of our, of some of our, of our main characters. Um, we're going to begin with the deep dive. Uh, we're going to deep dive the character Carvel. Now, Carvel, of course, was brought in to assist Franklin and Leon with the recovery of stole of the money that was stolen, of course, by Lenny and Ray Ray. Um, we find out that we find out Franklin reaches out to uh, reaches out to Leon for help. Leon, of course, you know, has connections from the time they spent, you know, a short stint they spent in jail. Leon is, you know, is the is the you know between Franklin and Leon. Leon clearly is more connected to the street as far as being as far as being a tough guy, as far as being a, a guy who is respected, just, you know, respected in terms of a little bit on the street. I mean, he doesn't have a big reputation, but he's, you know, he's known around the way. So Leon, you know, basically tells Franklin, look, you know, this is going to cost you. They meet up with some dudes um, not too far in the, in the neighborhood. Uh they give vague information on what they're looking for. And this, you know, this turns, this turns a, a lot of the guys off, basically, basically refusing to help Leon. They basically refuse to help Leon and Franklin with the exception of one. And that was Carvel. Uh, Carvel wanted to know who did it um, and wanted to know who was responsible for the stealing for the missing property. And at this point, um, they hadn't told Carvel what was exactly missing. As soon as they told him the name of the two guys, he immediately, that seemingly, you know, got him excited 
Um, and he says, basically said, look, you know, oh, sure, let's go, let's go get him. Now, this is go. This, I mean, it, it, this is goes to show you that you know these two guys that uh, took Leon, took Franklin's money. You would think that they were, you know, regular tough guys. And then when you hear another guy say, "No, these two dudes are basically these two dudes are soft, basically want to be gangsters." Uh, Franklin and Leon quickly learned that there was actually there's another level. Of of just of a tough guy of a street of a real street dude and they find out with Carvel Carvel is in every scene like Carvel, Carvel without getting into the best scenes and we'll get to the best scenes later on the Carvel uh, coming up but Carvel is crazy Carvel is crazy I you would think I don't think they mentioned this during the episode but Carvel there's no question well based on based on the action that he might that he took later on in this episode that Carvel has done some time Carvel 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 is a real real dude he's a real street dude um and he immediately recognizes how weak Franklin is he immediately recognized like he he immediately sent like senses kind of figures figures things out. As uh, as you know, as he learns more and more about what's going on with Franklin and this missing and this missing money that's been taken by Lenny and Ray Ray, uh, the character, the the actor who played him was brilliant in this episode. We'll get to him more. Sean McKinney, you've seen him. Uh, he's been on various shows over the last over the past decade. Uh, he was in Vice Principals on HBO not too long ago, a few years back. Uh, with Danny McBride, so he's been around for about a, he's been around for about a decade now, seemingly, um, and he was he was brilliant in this episode. We'll, we'll talk more about him, but this is a guy that he's enlisted that you know he was enlisted by Franklin by Leon more so Leon than Franklin to help out, and things take a drastic turn as we will discuss. Uh, when we get into uh, best scenes, and getting back to Carvel, anybody you know, listen, I was never a street dude. Don't won't ever pretend to be one. But anybody that knows anything about the streets, or that's any friends that have been in the streets, or that that have been locked up, there's always one guy in the neighborhood, in in most neighborhoods, not that that just you don't want to fuck with. That just that like you know, somebody will tell you, don't. He's not the one. Or they're not the one. Like there, there's always one guy around this neighborhood, where, and it's not so much you can be with. Not it's not so much that the dude is a, is a criminal. He could be just nice with the hands, or just, or he could be somebody that you just don't want to mess with in general. Carvel is that dude. Like Carvel is the guy uh, that even you know even street dudes would be like, uh, you know what, I'm just gonna give him some space. And this character, the cat, and Sean McKinley brilliantly depicts that with uh, his, his playing uh, playing the role of Carvel during this episode. Uh, during this episode, best scenes: um, Gustavo, Lucia, and Pedro. So we'll discuss uh, their next uh, their next move um, in terms. They discuss their next move as far as they have a list of people who they're going to pick one of them to kill. To try to take to, to to try to take uh Romero off their uh you know off their tails to try to try to kind of like throw off Romero of course who is Pedro's father so they have a list of guys who they they're gonna pick one of them to kill now Gustavo is very clear about families so if the guys have families then he's not with it Pedro 
not so much. It really doesn't care. He mentions one of the guys has four kids. Call Pedro says, but they'd be better off without him. He's a bitch. Uh, Gustavo says, no, no family, no, no children. So they, it comes down to two guys, Enrique and Thomas. Enrique is the enforcer. No, yes. Enrique is the enforcer. Thomas has no kids. So they choose Thomas because of Enrique is, uh, is security. They choose Thomas because of Enrique, uh, Enrique being security. And uh, they discuss their next moves. Um, they they discuss their next uh, move in terms of uh, in terms of that. We'll talk more about that uh, later on. We'll talk more about that later on with the best scenes um, as we move along. Again, Gustavo's in a place where you know he has some. At this point, he has leverage from the standpoint of they need him. They need him from. They need him purely. They need him for muscle. So Gustavo has has does have more leverage than you than one may think, considering basically he's new to this, and considering that he's the one that that uh is somewhat trying to get uh into the family, but he still has the leverage to say, hey, he still has the leverage to say, hey, I'm not with this, I'm not going to do this, or puts or he'll put conditions on what he chooses to do or chooses not to do. We go to Franklin, Leon, Carvel, and Lenny. So they get to Lenny. They get to Lenny's house. Uh, Ray Ray hasn't has not appeared yet. They get to Lenny's house. Carvel has a gun. He knocks on the door and says, "You know, I got your bitch." Pushes Leon and soon or soon Lenny opens the door. He kicks it, basically pushes the door, and takes Lenny. They take Lenny hostage, tie him up. Uh, they go through. Uh, they try to, you know, they basically tear his place apart, looking for the money. They where initially in the first scene they were not able to find the money. Lenny is Lenny recognizes Franklin um from the beat down, basically calls him, you know, calls him out, you know, calls him out of his name, disrespects him, has zero zero respect for Franklin whatsoever. Um and seemingly seemingly just does just just does not understand who he's dealing with in terms of Carvel. Because at at the begin even tied up, even with a sock in his mouth he had no fear for Carvel whatsoever. None, at least in the beginning. They get to a point where uh, they're getting Carvel starting to get impatient. Leon punches uh, punches Franklin. Excuse me, punches Lenny in the mouth. Blood, you know, busts his mouth. He spits at Franklin. Franklin always, you know, trying to be the diplomat here, and always, you know, more always trying to not. And this is again. I, this is something I've noticed for Franklin early on. That Franklin will try to talk things out more than try more than go into violence, or more. He's you know, in the beginning they really set him up as like a negotiator type, a, a diplomatic type. He's he's the thinker from that standpoint. So he basically gives Carver tells Lenny like, look, we you know you don't want to do this. We don't you know we you know don't want to really. I don't want to kill you. So on and so on. But again, Franklin at this point, you know, has no has zero street credibility whatsoever. His name is not ringing out on the streets. Um, he is not the Franklin that, of course, we we know that we that 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 ended uh, this series with Snowfall. These are still this, these are still the baby steps of him developing and and developing his reputation and developing and even finding out who he is as a man. I, I think Franklin, from an identity standpoint, is still figuring out who he is. 
at this point in his life. Still, you know, the, the character he's playing that uh, Damson Eldridge is playing is basically a, a teenager in a sense. He's like 17, 18 years old. So you have to also keep that in mind uh, when you're when you're when you're talking about Franklin, when you're looking at Franklin, especially in these first in this first season. So my world just snaps. Lenny, Lenny continuously says, "Fuck you." That triggers Carvel, and Carvel takes a baseball bat, hits hits Lenny in the torso, uh, hits him in the torso, also hits him in the arm. Lenny's yelling, and Len, even even with that the amount of pain that he was in, basically tells tells Lenny tells Carvel, you know, "Fuck you." Then Carvel drags him in a room and Franklin at this point seemingly, you know, has has completely lost control. Like Carvel at this point is in total control from the standpoint of he's not listening to Franklin or Leon whatsoever. He doesn't even respect them. Um uh, immediately, you know, he calls them, you know, basically drugstore cotton, you know, ice cream, soft ass niggas. Um or baby shit, you know, baby, I forgot what the exact line was. He said, these two niggas are soft as baby shit, basically, uh, to, to Lenny. And he drags Lenny in the room. Franklin thinks that he is physically, well, he was physically abusing him, but not to what Franklin, Franklin basically says he's killing him. And then we learn to find out he wasn't killing him, but he was kind of killing him as he's raping, car, raping Lenny. Uh, Leon says, no, nah, he's giving it to him. And he was giving it to him. You could hear the bed squeaking. Um, at the end of the scene, you have Lenny bent over, hands down. Carnell walks out the room, zips up his pants, and ends up finding money. And then Carvel just basically scoffs at them, saying, at Franklin, saying, hey, that's our money. Uh, that's our money. And he, you know, listen, physically, he's much more imposing than these two guys. And again, this guy's a real dude. Seemingly, I wouldn't be surprised if he had some bodies on him. Uh, he just walks right past Franklin and Leon. And they are they are probably better off than, no better off than where they started in terms of not having the money. Yeah, they, they, they know who has it, but they knew who had it before in terms of Lenny and Ray Ray. But, they, but now Carvel has all their money. Carvel seemingly... I, again, I don't think it was matter, but Carve- Carvel seemingly was annoyed by the fact that Franklin ended up telling him he was only a, a couple of G's. I, I think if Franklin would have told him it was 30 G's, he still would have took it. Like, I, I, like from the point he recognized them, or recognized at least Franklin as, as a non-street dude, he was going to take that money regardless. Like, what's that? That as soon as he, like, it's, he suspected, I'm sure Carvel in his mind, even before they told him it was money, in his mind, he suspected that it was some money missing and that Franklin and Leon didn't want to tell everybody. So he picked up, I, I'm sure back at the house, back at his back at the house that he was at with, with his other boys that he was uh, suspecting that it probably was some money and that he was going to, this was going to be his big score from that standpoint. So, oh, so okay, here's the problem with the scene. The problem with the scene, most people's problem with the scene was the rape. Uh, when this originally came out, a lot of people had a problem with that. Uh, a lot, you know, a lot of people on social media, a lot of people thought it was, you know, I mean, they didn't show, actually, all you did was hear sounds. They didn't actually show it. But, you know, there are people that were uncomfortable with that. Um, now, again, this is 2017. So it, a lot of things have been shown on television that, or heard on television that, eh, this is not, you know, the early 90s, per se. The problem I had with the scene myself was the fact that I, for 
if I'm missing thirty thousand dollars, I'm going to destroy a house. Like I, they didn't they like for them not to check that. They didn't check the room that the money was actually in. They didn't or they didn't. They were not shown checking that room. Like I'm ripping that and I'm tearing that house apart. I don't. I think I don't know if it was a situation where they. I like again. I I don't think Franklin had this type of foresight foresight to say to to think that. Hey, if I find the money, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just going like be like, all right, you know what? We ain't found it. We ain't find it. Come back, get it. So Carvel doesn't know it. I don't think he had that type of foresight. But if you want to, if you want to nitpick a scene from that standpoint, you could you could easily say that they did not. The the sense of urgency as far as tearing up that that house was not there for thirty thousand dollars missing. Uh, Gustavo and Thomas. So Gustavo goes to the house of Thomas, the guy who they agreed, who all of them have agreed on killing. And what Gustavo ends up finding out is Thomas has a lover, not a girl. Has a has a Thomas is gay, and he he sees him. He sees them cooking dinner. Sees them kissing, and he decides that he's not going to kill. That he's not going to kill him. I think Gustavo pulled out because he didn't want to kill both of them. Like you can't just kill one of them. I didn't. I didn't think would. So this show to me to show some early humanity out of Gustavo, and that he does have that he, that he does have limits. Like yeah, he can get violent, he can be violent, but he's not going to kill just for the sake of killing. Had he had to, had he killed Thomas, he would have had to kill uh, his boyfriend. He would have had to. Like you just can't can't leave any witnesses. You can't bank on the fact. I don't care how you. I don't care how much you intimidate the guy. You can't bank on the fact that he won't tell. That he's not going to tell someone. So I think what they showed you with Gustavo is how much humanity that that there is some humanity within that character. And we'll go on to see. We'll see. You know how that transpires for the rest of uh, these first three seasons. Franklin, Jerome, and Louis. So Franklin returns to Jerome and Louis. Uh, him and Jerome uh, drinking. I think had some uh, some uh, whiskey, uh, some brown liquor. I think it, I think it was whiskey. And Louis comes in and says, "You know, none for me." Uh, she sees the marks on Franklin's face. She assumes it that Claudia was the one that's responsible. He, he says says no. Franklin tells her no. Tells her and Jerome no, and basically asks him ask them for a gun. And this is the point. This is. One of these fork in the road moments in, for this series for Franklin Saint. Uh, Jerome specifically specifically tells him, "If you have a gun, you better be ready to use it." And basically, Jerome says, "I don't want any part of this. If it comes back on you, uh, that I gave you this gun, gave you this gun. No way to hear any, any shit from sissy uh, about me giving you a gun. This is you. Once I give you this, give you this gun, you're basically on your own from that standpoint." So reluctantly, Jerome does give him give him the gun. And Franklin to end the episode, um, puts the gun in a broken uh stereo um as he ends the episode, you know, sitting next to his mother as she watches television, and that's how the episode ends. Um again, you see Franklin, I think the through the first three episodes, as smart as Franklin is, you heard Avi say, you know, he has a silver tongue, and you we heard some of his vision in episode one. He's still very green, and he's still. And even uh, Claudia called him out in the second. I believe it was the second episode. He's still naive, and I think throughout the first through the first three episodes, they do an excellent job at just showing he's weak at this point. He he's he's from a street standpoint, he's absolutely weak. He may be smart, he may be ambitious, he may have a plan, but 
from a street standpoint, he does not have he does not have any street in him in him at, in him at this standpoint. And you're not going to survive the drug game or advance in the drug game without that type of mentality. Without that type of mentality, and you know he pays he pays a price that could have cost him his life in episode two with Lenny and Ray Ray. They easily could have killed him, and he paid the price with. Getting it, getting his money taken not once but twice. So you've had three people. You have Lenny, Ray Ray, and Carvel have no regards or not even hesitate to take Franklin's money and 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 keep it moving. So even though you've seen Franklin progress, you know, get a key, flip it with some quick thinking, with some maneuvering with Louis, the relationship with Avi and, and what have you, they're still showing him to be vulnerable as he as they should considering that he's not deep in this game yet. Then we'll do episode with Carvel. Uh, again, Sean McGinley was brilliant in this episode. Um, the two scenes that he was in, or the three scenes, three scenes that he was in, he dominated those scenes. Uh, just McKinney, excuse me, Sean McKinney, get his name right. Just, to, I mean, you know, you know he, he's, you know, eating sugar smacks, cracking jokes, um, so he, you know, we know he's crazy. We know that he might be a killer, but you know, he has similar to Avi, he does have some charisma and he does have a, you know, a very, a, along with that violent side. And again, he, you see the difference between him, Franklin, and to a lesser extent, Leon, in terms of the levels of street, like he was a real, he was a real street dude. So they're like I thought the direct directors, the writers did a great job at separating him, at showing what a street dude looks like versus someone versus two guys that are not in the game yet. Even with Leon, Leon, you know, just even you know, we find out, we found out that again, Leon did a little stint in jail, but you know, nothing too serious as far as like years per se. But even Leon is not quite there yet. As far as a having a street reputation, he he's looked upon. You know, they call him Little Leon. So they even even they, even um, even uh, Carvel was calling calling that Leon got upset. Said, "No, just call me Leon." But uh, Carvel was the MVP of this episode. Um, um, led them to the money. Was able to get the money, even though he took the money from him. Uh, again, that actor was dynamic in all the all, in every scene that he was in. Um. And again, he again is the difference between a real street dude and where they're at and where they are at right now. That's gonna wrap it up for this edition of the Real Deal Podcast. We'll be back next time with episode four drama. Um, so we'll be back with that episode. Have a great rest of your evening. So long. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.